The cyber is very big. The cyber is big. <laughs> I got to stop saying that. It makes it probably makes me sound like an idiot, right? The cyber. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode number 69. I am Rob Wright, editor of Search Security, and I am here, as usual, with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. Peter, we are back in Chernobyl. We're recording this on a Tuesday, actually. Uh, this is the 29th of August, and I, I had last week off, so we're recording this on not on our usual, you know, Friday, Monday uh, time frame, but... We're gonna discuss something that I've been I've been itching to talk about for a while. We've we've been meaning to sit in here and discuss this. You've done a lot of legwork on this particular topic. The issue, not issue, but the the topic of cybersecurity conferences, infosec conferences, and how they've grown over the years, how they've evolved, and how a number of smaller shows have really kind of grown in 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 popularity and prestige even uh, sort of in the shadow of larger conferences like Black Hat, obviously RSA conference and uh, even DEF CON, which I think that's a pretty mainstream event, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Like those are probably the big three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So let's get into it. I mean, I have some sort of some broad overview type questions, some trend questions and things I want to discuss. but. What did you find when you were working on this story and you uh, you were talking to people? First, was, was the question basically, what are some of the other events out there? What are some of the underground events or smaller events out there that you were, that you as a security professional want to attend or have attended and think are productive? Well, so the, the topic was, because as happens every six months or so around here and probably everywhere in the cyber world, is people start talking about going to one of the two bit, two or three big shows. Yep. RSA in the spring, uh, Black Hat and DEF CON in the summer. Mm. Well, early spring. Let's say late late winter for RSA. But the the point is that right. so we you know, if you're if you're in the industry and you're going to go to conferences, you almost are required to go to those two or the well, you know, Black Hat DEF CON sort of happen concurrently. Yeah. And even B sides Las Vegas is going yep. on around the same time. Around the so, same time, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the question is what else do you go to or what can you go to if you if you can't hack the, you know, massive crowds, long lines, crazy air travel, uh, ridiculous prices on lodging in 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 San Francisco at least for, yeah. for RSA. Um, but let's say you don't you want to bypass those, but you still want to be active in the community and you still want to, to find out what's going on, participate, uh, hear, find out new things, meet new people. So where do you go? And the thing was that every time what, what I did was every time I got a pitch because I didn't get to go to Black Hat this year, mm. which was OK. I mean, I was good with that. Yeah, um, you, you you should be good with that. <laughs> you heard me complain about the <laughs> bottlenecks and crowds and all that stuff and the, right. the heat. Yeah, between, but it's the dry heat, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so every time I got a, a PR pitch for, you know, hey, meet us at, at, at Black Hat, 
I turned it around and said, well, I'm not going this year, but here's something that you could help me, that you could help me out with. Yeah. Um, I have a, and I, and I came up with a, with several different questions that mm. I, that I turned around. So it's a, it's a fairly informed, you know, it's not scientific by any stretch sure, of the imagination, sure. but I was surprised at the consistency of the results that we got. But what I asked was, what show would you go to if you couldn't, if you could only go to one show a year? And, and what I should preface that by saying is that I, I, I told the people that I was asking, I said, look, um, RSA and Black Hat are, you know, San Francisco, Las Vegas, those are, those are places that some people find them, you know, difficult to get to or they don't want to, they just don't want to go to those two big ones. So if you couldn't go to those or if you don't want to go to those, where would you go if you just went, could go to one show a year? That was one of my questions. Mm. What's the most interesting security conference you ever went to that wasn't RSA or Black Hat? Mm. Uh, what show would you, and, and there were a couple of different variations on the way I asked the question. Um, but basically I was looking to find what are some good alternatives mm. to get smarter about it, to get more connected about it, and to find out more about uh, cybersecurity in the industry mm -hmm. without having to go. And I was, uh, I was gratified that there were a lot of responses. We, yeah. we did get, we got a lot of responses, a lot of interesting responses. And as I said, as I mentioned, there, the consistency of the responses um, of the four top shows that we, uh, I was told about, mm. A lot of the respondents who mentioned, if they mentioned one of those shows, they would mention all mm. three or four of them. They would say, these are the shows that, these are the things that you go to if you're not going to go to RSA and Black Hat. And I'm not saying that a majority of the respondents went with that, but certainly by far uh, there were way more people that were picking those four shows than picked any of the other shows mm. or any of the other um, Events that that, that I because I, 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 I didn't want to limit it to show to the show or a conference. I said event security event, but f you know it's it's a conference or a show. Sure, sure. Um, so so drum roll. Tell us what the four are. Oh, you want to know what the four are? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can remember them in order. Mm. Uh, number one was DerbyCon, mm -hmm. uh, held every year in Louisville, Kentucky. DerbyCon. Had a, like everybody who mentioned it had something interesting or, uh, or or connected to say about it. Like it really, it really um, resonated with re them. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Um, the th one of the things about DerbyCon that makes it good is also one of the things that makes it hard. That they have limited tickets. Yep. So um, it's, it's an exclusive club. It is an exclusive club. You have to really be on top of your game to get a ticket. Although, after the fact, sometimes it is possible to pick up tickets uh, outside of their process. So, DerbyCon, that was, that, was, that was number one. Right behind it um, were the next three, which, again, people would say DerbyCon, and if you can't go to DerbyCon, here are th these three others. Um, and they were all pretty much tied, so I'm going to just do them in, in uh, no particular order. Security B-sides. The thing about security B-sides that everybody pointed out is that they're local, more or less, or regional. Mm. So, sure, there's security B-sides for Las Vegas, which, again, also, that kind of runs along with uh, DEF CON and Black Hat. Yep. 
Um, and I want to say that security B-sides for San Francisco runs concurrent or, or around uh, RSA. But security B-sides for everywhere else in the world, and I can't even remember the names of, the, of all the different towns, but they're, you know, it's not just the big cities. They're the smaller cities, uh, regions, uh, countries. It's not just the United States. It's all over the place. That's great. So... Uh, and that that one was highly spoken of because it's very much a, a, a grassroots effort. Mm-hmm. So you go in there. If you're an attend, you, you don't really attend. You participate. Mm. It's the way that they um, that they they call it a duocracy. Oh, I like that. So if you want it, they said, then you do it or make it happen. Uh, we do not. And this is a quote from the B sides uh, security B sides website. We do not have members, but rather participants. You are the quote-unquote we, and we can only be successful if you make that happen for yourself. So it's very inspirational. A lot of these shows are, um, you know, the smaller play, the smaller shows, there's more inspirational stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so DerbyCon, Security B-Sides, CanSec West, mm-hmm. um, Vancouver, B.C., in Canada. Um, they call it the world's most advanced conference focusing on applied digital security and okay. th- yeah so didn't get as much glowing flowery responses on Cansec West but people were saying if you're serious this is where you go mm. they talk about um, applied digital security it's very it's, it's serious um, and then the the last of the big of the top four um, and again I it might have been slightly had an edge one way or the other, but Shmoocon in mm. Washington, D.C., yep. um, from their website, it's an accu- annual East Coast hacker convention hell-bent on offering three days of an interesting atmosphere for demonstrating technology exploitation, inventive software and hardware solutions, and open discussions of critical infosec issues. Now, like DerbyCon, Shmoocon is limited. So, so it's under 1,500 people, right? I think last year it was 1,470. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, sounds right. And if I remember my uh, my article, they sold out in about 10 seconds. Wow. <laughs> so this this is... It's like a Taylor Swift concert. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift, uh, security Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> InfoSec Taylor Infosec, Swift. InfoSec, yes. Um, but... The way they do it is they they roll it they roll out the ticket or they make a, tickets available in three waves or that's what they did this year hmm. three waves three opportunities the total amount of time that there were that they put between from between the time they posted to the time that all the tickets were claimed was under ten seconds across three different sessions yeah so like if you're not if you're not right on it and right on top of it you're not going to get a ticket from them yeah. But some of the people that we talked to recommended, hey, just go. Oh, yeah. No, that was a great quote in your story, which I, I should mention. By the time this episode goes live, I'm sure your story will be live as well. But I'm uh, hoping it'll be live by the time we're done recording it. Oh, that's very <laughs> ambitious of you. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, but but yeah, your your story had some really good quotes in this one from from Ryan Kovar uh, from Splunk. He said, "Hands down, even if you can't get tickets, you should show up." The LobbyCon, I love that. 
The LobbyCon is almost better than the conference itself, and you can find tickets once you are there. That's, yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for just, I think I'm, I mentioned this earlier today in the office, just sometimes going to an event, even if you can't get in, and, and just milling around the lobby or the conference center. You'd be surprised what you can pick up and who you can meet. Uh, right. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was an interesting and the, one of the nice things about some of the smaller cons is that you don't have you don't have to to hike across downtown yes. San Francisco or uh, I mean San Francisco is nothing compared to hiking around Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Las um, Vegas is deceptively ex- you know a, a large. It is. It takes it's a huge. long time to walk from casino to casino on the, uh, on right, the strip. Right. So the so for example, ShmooCon is held at a um, at a big hotel in downtown Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. So even if you're if you're anywhere in the region, I mean Washington is pretty pretty reasonably well connected city. Yeah. They've got a lot of transit, so yeah. so they draw you can you can come in from anywhere in that um, you know Washington Baltimore uh, nexus and and just sort of take the train in, go to the hotel. You're right downtown. It's I, I believe it's a few blocks from some big uh, transit uh, hub. So, you just go, yeah, and you and you stay in the hotel, and you don't have to worry about carrying umbrellas in case it starts raining because you're in one building. Yeah, yeah. Um, same goes for DerbyCon, as I recall, that they're you know they're small enough that they can stay in one venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably the level like having it, it ha- having a, a fixed number of attendees that low. It's probably, I mean, DerbyCon, this is only their seventh year coming up. But that probably it works to their advantage in some way. It, make, it makes it sort of more uh, alluring, I guess, that, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's an exclusive club. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but you're, you're right. Like, I, I, you know, in terms of the responses you got saying, you know, they were consistent. I mean, that's. I, I was asking the question as well, knowing that you were working on the story. And I was interested, you know, for my own reasons, to see what people were were going to and what shows they liked. And I, I, I picked up on some other trends, which I, I want to discuss with you in a, mm-hmm. in a minute. But, but DerbyCon and and also, I, I think to a slightly lesser degree, ShmooCon were, were two of the more frequent uh, uh, events cited. A lot of people are really interested in going to DerbyCon. A lot of people have already that I spoke to or have already been there and said it was it was just great. It was a a, a great show, and uh, and we should note that the, the, these four events they're not like they're not big media companies that own these events. They're smaller independent ones. They're not vendor affiliated. I go to a lot of shows. And not as much as maybe I used to in my my younger days at, at other companies, but like I went to the Cloud Identity Summit earlier this year. Uh, that has consistently been a really good show. But I think it's I mean it's it was more than fifteen hundred attendees, so it's a, it's getting bigger, and they just rebranded as the Identiverse, so that because oh. Cloud Identity is, I mean it's that's sort of specialized where where the show's sort of grown and expanded to be all things sort of identity and access management, which is, I find really fascinating. Hmm. But that's, it's still like, that's something that, that uh, Ping Identity, the SSO vendor, they host that show. Hmm. Like that's there, it's, it's kind of like RSA. RSA hosts 
RSA conference. Yeah. So it's not, you know, a, a, a smaller sort of independent show. Um, but the, and there's lots of vendor affiliated shows that are are, wor- are worth going to that have good content. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think um, I think you know based on your feedback, you can definitely see some of the, the smaller events out there gaining gaining popularity and and really delivering on whatever sort of message or or uh, a promise they are uh, they're offering. So, well, I think I think that's that's a, a big part of the popularity of things like security b-sides where and schmoocon and and derbycon um they're not they're not corporate events they're 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 people events and i think um people respond to that yeah that brings up a good point that i wanted to highlight in one of our uh i guess one of our favorites uh people that we speak to on a regular basis in the security community john uh bambanek with uh fidelis he had an interesting quote in, uh, in your story. I just want to read it. Uh, quote, I go to RSA and Black Hat because I have to. If I was using my travel budget in terms of professional development, uh, things that are interesting to me, those two would never be on my dance card. And he goes on. I think he went on to say DerbyCon was, was, was one that he really liked and probably be his choice. Um, well, but if I remember correctly, he also meant he he, he may have also mentioned Schmookon. Yeah, Schmookon too. Yep, uh, and Kansas West. But but yeah, um, sorry. So well, I was going to say. So why do you think that is? I mean, we have our own issues as press members with some of the larger events, just purely scale, and the challenge of of, of you know the logistical challenges, getting there and finding a, a, a an expensive hotel and. Do, you know, slugging back and forth between, you know, a large conference space or multiple conference spaces in some cases. So what do you think, why do you think that those are, is, is it just sort of the scale and the logistics or is, do you think there's some subject matter? Well, the, the, the benefit of going to RSA, for example, not having ever been to Black Hat, I can't really speak to that. Yeah. But the benefit of going to RSA, it's very, it's really clear over the last year or two, um, we we're, we're we're near Boston, so yeah. there's a lot of cyber companies in the area. The right? cyber is very big. The cyber is big. <laughs> I got to stop saying that. It makes it probably makes me sound like an idiot, right? The cyber. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it. But there's a lot of. Of information security, cybersecurity businesses, yep. or, and and related businesses yeah. in the area, but well, no, but 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 and uh, we sometimes get people to come in to, to our oh, office because sure, yeah. we're 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 not too far from some of these companies, and we're just we're literally half a mile off of one twenty eight. Yeah, and there's a lot of other companies that are near us that are that are a couple of blocks, a, a couple of exits north or south of us. Yes. Um, but it's a big deal to get somebody into our office. Yeah, um, I'm not saying it's a bigger deal to get somebody into our office than it is to arrange an appointment at RSA. And in fact, the appointments at RSA are not really as firm as we'd like, but the, but the bottom line is that you can go to RSA, you can meet 30 or 40 people, Yeah, sit down and talk to them for you know anywhere from 10 to, to 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Sure. Um, you can sit down and, 
and just go from one meeting to another, boom, 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 and you get a lot of FaceTime with a lot of different people. Yeah. Hard to, harder to do because when you even if even if we were in San Francisco, which which is way more dense with cybersecurity mm. and information security businesses, even there, same thing. People have different things. They have a lot other other shows to go to. So if your business requires that you get in front of executives and experts from yeah. vendors, then you got to go to RSA. You got to go to Black Hat, I presume. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking to to build your skills, so that's why maybe it's time for RSA and Black Hat to reevaluate how how they do their their talks, their their seminars and meetings. Well, it, it, I mean that's a fair point. I I, I would say. I would also say that I've noticed over the past two years at least, maybe three, the number of people that I've encountered on the shuttle buses to and from the hotels during, you know, the um, just just travels across the, the you know, the, the, the Moscone, the, you know, the convention space. I, I just, I feel like so many people I run into say it's their first time that they've never been there before that they're they're attending because they were you know a network admin and they got moved into security or they're dealing with compliance or their company just uh got into or started migrating to the cloud and they want to learn more about cloud security and they got tapped to to, to kind of do that stuff so it's almost like a beginner course, you know, and that's not to disparage the content there. There's there's really good content at RSA. There's there's excellent speakers, but yeah, you're. I think you're right. Like you're going sort of for access a lot of times to the the broad number of people that you can have meetings with, interviews with, in our case as journalists, um, but maybe less so from a from like a, an educational perspective or, a, a, you know, skills development, like John Bamanek said. Whereas I think Black Hat is closer to that. Mm -hmm. Like I learned a lot at Black Hat. I, I really did. I mean, it, it, it drills down, but it's also, a lot of people have said over the years, recent years, that it's becoming more vendor heavy too. And it's kind of grown beyond sort of the core component of being a hacker conference where you, you basically show up to learn about the latest exploits. Or how to how to break into locks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that too. So I, I do wonder, like, are we are we sort of moving in the direction where the big conferences are going to be more like what RSA is doing, where you're just going to have a like it's going to be critical mass. You you kind of have to be there if you're in the security community in the security industry, but it's going to be more and more newcomers as the skills, the demand for skills and the demand for personnel and, and staffing in this space becomes even more important and more and more people come in they're going to need a place to go to kind of get up to speed on this and learn about it and that's going to be what those top shows those big big shows are going to be about whereas the smaller shows are going to be more about really you know the 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 more seasoned professionals sort of the 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 more technical conferences and content and the more specialized conferences that give you a chance to really develop your your all, already established skill set in InfoSec. I, I guess my last question would be, I think I know the answer to this, I know how I would answer it, but 
do you think that we need more events whether regional or independent or whatever that do kind of cater more to the entry level person or the person that's thinking about getting into security and really wants to get up to speed on it and and it you know i know i said rsa kind of that's a big draw for that show now there's a lot of newcomers in the field but should there be something that's sort of specific to that well if you're if you're comdex or your uh, rsa putting on these shows yeah you need to make them grow they have to grow right yeah the growth is part of the product that's the economy i mean that's that's that's, that's capitalism yeah. exactly and and at some point is can can they grow to be too big i i would argue possibly yes definitely. well certainly yeah. for yeah certainly of you couldn't bring a comdex sized event to rs to, to san francisco yep it would be overwhelmed but at the same time I do think that the B side, the security B sites, for example, and I think that there are probably other uh, grassroots type uh, events that are that are not even on the radar yet. Yep. Um, where they're they call them unconferences, where people just show up and whatever your expertise is, you share it. Yep. Um, but the, so, for example, the security B sites, I think, are a really great option if you're interested but you're not interested enough to shell out the big money to go to RSA. oh that's a good point yeah um if yeah. you you just want to get you get in the van with your with four of your friends and you rent a hotel room and you share it and you learn a lot um and maybe you start one in your own town instead of having to drive three hours to the next town over yeah um I, so so yeah so those uh the you know the success of DerbyCon, the success of ShmooCon, um i think those are all uh, signals that yeah there is a need there I think you're right yeah um, there's definitely a need for for these sort of entry-level events but but more uh, in uh, beginner friendly events yeah yeah no I think you're right I, I would agree and I think I think we'll start to see maybe we should start our own conference we could we could do risk and repeat con <laughs> just in the area <laughs> local event no I mean jokes aside <laughs> I, I think that there is you're, we're, pro we're probably going to start to see events kind of splinter and more events pop up that do fill those those various needs for not only you know more veteran seasoned skills sharpening and, and sort of specific security areas and then and then more beginner shows or, or shows that at least cater more toward um, newcomers into the field so but uh, that's good stuff. Peter, thank you for doing that story or stories. I know you have another one that sort of follows along with this one. So, it, there were a lot of really interesting shows yeah. that got, you know, three or four votes, but consistently. Yeah, and, and you're gonna have that list uh, later. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna come. That that'll come out in September. Good stuff. Good stuff. And well, thank you for for spending time in Chernobyl with me as usual. It's always my pleasure. Well, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> and thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time.